Hey fam, you're listening to a podcast from Every Nation Campus, Katipunan. We hope that this message will help us know and follow Jesus and grow in our walk with Him. Let's continue to change the campus and change the world. Enjoy! Good evening everyone. Welcome to our online service. For the past weeks, we've been talking about faith and hope. We are hopeful and in faith that you have started applying the things that you've learned for the past two weeks. And we hopefully, uh, you get to respond in faith and hope for the past two weeks in the midst of this crisis. I heard sa news na extended daw ang lockdown sa quarantine until April 30. And honestly, I have mixed emotions. For the past three or four weeks, I've been expecting na makalabas na ako, makita ko na yung outside world. Pero ngayon, extended ulit. In the next three weeks. Mahirap, challenging, pero I'm happy at the same time kasi I get to spend more time with my family. I know that I'm working away from home, but I can use the breaks or my breaks just to talk to them and have some time with them. It sounds weird and it feels weird that at this very moment, it's just like living in a different world. Hindi ako sanay. This crisis has its way of revealing and exposing our vulnerabilities. In fact, it shows us those things that threatens us, that threatens our security and, and safety. And when we are threatened, we see our fears. We get to identify those things that we are afraid of. And we will talk about that tonight as we talk about love and how love works in our lives, how love changes the way we respond in the midst of fear. 1 John chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, it says there, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love, We love because He first loved us. There are two words that I want to highlight there. Those are the words fear and love. And the word fear was mentioned four times. And the word love was mentioned five times in those two verses alone. And it started with a phrase, there is no fear in love. And when I was looking at this statement, it reminds me of a water and an oil. When we try to mix them together, With equal volume, the other dispel, dispels the other. As they've said, natutunan natin sa physics natin or sa laboratory natin, that the density of water is around 1,000 kilogram per cubic meter. And for an oil, it's around 875 kilogram per cubic meter. So if you're going to mix them together with that density, even if they have equal volume, we know that the mass of the water is heavier than the oil if you use the formula mass equals density times volume and the water dispels the oil because the water is heavier than oil that's what i see that's the picture that i see when i talk about fear and love and they don't mix together 
when the mass of fear is heavier or weightier than love, fear will define, fear will direct and control our lives and even our responses. We have a smoke detector in our place and you know how it functions. When there's a smoke and the fire alarm detects smoke, you get to hear an alarm all across the building. Every time my eldest son hears the fire alarm, his initial reaction is that something bad is going to happen even if there's nothing bad. And when he hears that, he is in fear. He suddenly start crying and he suddenly start shaking. He feels unsafe because he was out of control. Many times we tell him, don't be afraid, but it just doesn't work. And I would say that happens to us. When fear creeps in because of a perceived threat that is totally out of our control, we respond in fear. When we are clueless of the social and economic implication of this crisis, our initial response, we are in fear. We react in fear because things are not dealt with con concrete or right or clear solutions. The trust that we have for others to whom we have high expectations start to die down and actually they're totally gone and we end up in this fear. Fear lingers every time we lose sight of the things that we believe, the things that we feel are stable. That when we have them, they're secure. But when we lose sight of those things, we, we end up afraid. We totally forget and cut off ourselves from the truth and from the trust that make us calm, courageous, compassionate, and secure. We try to find it from someone or somewhere else, and yet those are not enough. We end up in this cycle of fear. I came across this statement that was mentioned by Karl Barth, who used to be a theologian. And he said this, As Christians, we must hold the Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other. We need the newspaper for us to be informed with what's happening to the world, but we need also the Bible for us to be transformed with what God have to say. But many times I, I forget that, uh, that I need to know both worlds. And usually these two, the Bible and the newspaper, affect the way I respond to the world and the way I respond to the situation that I'm facing. I ended up responding based on what the newspaper says or what the newsfeed says. And yung nangyari sa akin, yung newspaper or newsfeed na ang nag-interpret sa word ni God instead of letting the word of God interpret what the world is telling and saying. That's why the statement that was read a while ago, it says there that there is no fear in love and it continues, perfect love casts out fear. When we feel that our eldest son is in fear, what we do is we hug him and we acknowledge what he's going through. But we also tell him the truth. We, we hold his face. We 
look at him in the eye and we tell him we are here for you. We need to remind him that he has a relationship with us, that he can trust us, and we tell him we're not neglecting you. In fact, we are taking good care of you. And he needs to hear that we, we love him. And every time we do that, after hearing those words, he begins to calm down and he is feeling the weight of our love for him because he knows that we can be trusted and he trusts us with what we say. When we are in fear, we are consciously or unconsciously remove God out of the picture in our situation. Then we feel heavy, helpless, and unsafe. We end up questioning or forgetting who God is and what He can do for us, that He loves us, that He can be trusted, that He is there for us. With the fear that we have in this crisis or even in this unexpected turn of events, let me ask you these two questions. Could it be that our fear is weighty because we don't fully trust who God is or we forget that He loves us? Could it be that when we feel that, that's God's invitation for us to surrender to Him our fear? We tell Him this is the weight of our fear, O God, and He wants to replace it with the weight of His love. And when you talk about this love that God has for us, God's love is not something we earn or even gain by what we do. His love is freely given to us. It's available for every one of us. That's why when we feel in fear and we forget His love, God reminds us that it's for free. It's available and it's for everyone. In 1 John 4, 9-11, with the New Living Translation version, it says there, God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, verse 11, Since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love it's other. The scripture says God loved us this much. It says He sent His Son to give us eternal life. It says He sent Jesus as a sacrifice to take away our sins. That's the expression of God's love towards us. In fact, we are celebrating that this week, this season, this Lenten season, that Jesus came to die for every one of us to take away our sins that Jesus resurrected from the dead, securing us eternal life. And because we are secure with the promise, we know that we can be safe, that we know that even if everything is totally out of control, that even if we are in the midst of fear, we can look to Him and trust Him. And God tells us, God loved us this much. And when we embrace the truth, when we surrender our lives to the truth, then fear has no place in our lives. Now, I'm not saying that we will no longer be afraid. But what we can be reminded of is that when fear is overwhelming, we can have a full assurance that God loves us. God loves us. In 1 John 4:15, it says there, All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them and they live in God. God is love and He lives in us. When Jesus has a weight in our lives, that's what it says. When Jesus has a say in our lives, when 
we declare, we confess, and when we say that He is in us and God is in us, His weight in our life is so heavy, His love is weightier than our fears. A love that is perfect and not conditional. A love that is complete and not circumstantial. A love that is not limited but overflowing. A love that is near and not far. And Jesus has given us that kind of love because Jesus' love dispels our fear. That's why I'm excited to live this life that even if I'm in the midst of fear and when I come to a point that I have a temptation to respond in fear, I can go to God and say, God, this fear is weighty. I'm surrendering it to you. Give me the weight of your love once again as you've promised in Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verses 35 to 39 reminds us or affirms us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Can you answer that question? Can anything separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger? Or threatened with death as the scriptures say for your sake we are killed every day we are being slaughtered like sheep and it answers in verse 37 no despite all these things overwhelming victory the weight of Christ's victory is in us who loved us in verse 38 and I am convinced I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Verse 39, No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. How would your response and reaction change when the truth of God's love outweighs the reality of fear in our situation? How would that change? It changes us from the inside out. And in 1 John chapter 4, verses 11 and 19, it says there, Now that we know that God loved us, it says there, we also ought to love one another. Now we can love because He first loved us. Now that the weight of God's love is in us, in Jesus, or through Jesus, today we can have the confidence, today we can have the courage, we can be calm, and also we can be compassionate. Many are losing their confidence today. Many are threatened in their lives and even in their livelihood maybe your parents are affected their work is affected or those people that you know that you value are affected by this crisis some are driven or paralyzed by fear but you know what this love that dispels fear that gives us confidence is the same love that we can give to others is the same love that drives us, that compels us to do something for others. Because our love is not driven by fear. 
Our love is not motivated by pressure or someone else's opinion. Our love is not defined by people's expectations. Our love is defined and given by Jesus. And when the love of Jesus outweighs our fear in our lives, it affects the way we serve, the way we show, the way we share the love of Jesus to others. The love of Jesus doesn't only dispel the fear that we face, but it also compels us to love and serve others. 1 John 3, 17 and 18, it encourages us, But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. We can be expectant today. We are confident today. We are calm. We are courageous. But we are also compassionate. Jesus' love dispels our fear and compels us to love others in truth and in deed. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this evening. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being there for us. You've been so good and loving in our lives. Jesus, thank you for that love that is abundant. It's not limited. Your love is near and that is not far. Thank you that you show and compassion in our lives and today we are courageous we are calm we are confident and as you dispel that fear that we are facing I pray that you will compel us also to serve and love those people around us thank you that you're showing us the faces and even the need of those people that we need to serve, even this very moment. Use us. Use whatever we have that might be a resource, our talent, our skill, our gifts. May we show the love of Jesus and may we share the love of Jesus in this time of crisis. This we ask. In your name. Amen. You just listened to a podcast from Every Nation Campus Katipunan. For more details, you can find us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and Instagram.com slash EN Campus Katip. Or just simply search in these websites, Every Nation Campus Katipunan. We hope to see you there. Take care and God bless.